want to get service, selection, and price so low. The record archive is the place to go. Here we are, episode 188, kicking it off with Undeath with their new song, Rise from the Grave, off their latest release, Live from the Grave, out now. Released. Check it out. Did I say that again? Released? <laughs> I think so. Uh, whatever, we're leaving it. Okay. I'm flustered. <laughs> um, so, Friday night. We were supposed to have the lovely gentleman of Anthropic in studio. Yes. We were going to release some tunes, Mm -hmm. talk about some stuff, and they didn't make it to no fault of their own. They got six feet of fucking snow. Yeah. Can you imagine? Mm. In that short amount of time, no. Yeah, it happened in like 
A day. Yeah. <laughs> a day and a half. I can only remember <clears throat> maybe a couple in my lifetime storms that that bad. Well, they said it was a record, right? Yeah, but do you remember that storm? I think it was... I don't remember when it was, but uh, my younger brother, Josh, was living in Buffalo, and they got that really bad storm, and he was stuck in the parking lot at work. Oh, yeah. And the police officers had to come and get him on a snowmobile. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. And he was, like, stuck in his, like, work truck or something for, uh, like, ever. Yeah. Scary. Yeah. But everyone's safe. They're just buried. Yeah. So we had planned and prepared to have Anthropic here mm -hmm. Friday night. Obviously, that didn't happen. Mm -hmm. So we kind of had to scramble a little bit to throw a show mm -hmm. together on top of you working a massive project at work. Yeah, I had a work nightmare turned into a massive nightmare, um, which honestly, it would have come like if I'm sad the Anthropic didn't come. But if they did come at that point, oh, we would have been fucked anyways. I would have, I would have like had to make a choice between my job and <laughs> doing the podcast. Or I just would have said, okay, you hit record and go do what you have to do, and I'll interview the guys. Yeah. It wouldn't have been the same by any means, but <laughs> it would have been better. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> um, and on top of that, Wald Hexen was uh, recording some stuff this weekend. Mm -hmm. Yep. So it's been crazy and busy. Yeah. So busy. I threw together a song list and we're just going to go with it. Yeah. So let's listen to more songs. All right. Some more songs. Some more songs. Some more songs. All right. Some more <laughs> released. Yeah. Some more released songs. All right. And then after we listen to these songs, I have something for your ears. Mm, okay. Some more things for your ears. All right. Yep. All right. All right, first up, from Arizona, the band Intent, with the song Victims of Conquest off their Exile release on Vlad Promotions. Then we're going to hear from Twisted Tower Dyer with the song Some Other Time, Some Other Place. And then we're going to go into the Gauntlet with Beyond the Limits off their upcoming debut release, Dark Steel and Fire, out January 13th on Eternal Death.
I have a question for you. Okay. For your ears. For my ears. Yeah. Have you heard of the tritone paradox? No. No? Uh, okay, apparently, I found this recently. This was discovered by Diana Deutsch in 1986. Um, the paradox is, it's a sound experiment where tones are generated a half an octave apart. Um, and when they're played, they create an experience. Okay. That cannot be described by words. I'm, I'm just fucking around. Oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> so the tones are produced a heck, half of an octave apart, okay? Okay. And we're going to hear four groups of these tones. Okay. And then maybe I'll do one at a time and say, what did you hear? Okay, perfect. All right. All right, let's do that. Let's start. Okay. All right, what did you hear? Low, high. Oh, okay. Me too. How about that time? Low, high. Okay. Low, high. That's what I heard too. How about this one? Oh, that one's hard. <laughs> I want to say low, high. Yeah. I think high, low. You do? Yeah. Want to hear it again? Yeah. All right. Oh. I'm going to stick with low, high, but I don't know. Now I'm questioning all of them. You can't have both. I know. <laughs> What'd you hear when you listen to it again? High, low. Really? Yeah. Doesn't that mean that all of them are high, low? Are they all one or the other? Or are they different patterns? It depends what you hear. You know what Weird. I mean? Like one of the notes is prominent in both patterns, in both. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's interesting. I wonder if I hear things different because I'm left-handed. Yeah. I know. <laughs> I really think we've talked about this before that I think, and there's been studies on it too, right? There's differences in the brain of... Oh, I think far differently than a lot of people. Yeah. Like just logic-wise. Yeah. Not, I'm not talking... Like yeah. opinions and yeah. stuff. Yeah. I'm a left-hand girl living in a right-hand world. I can't help it. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> what do you yeah, got over there? Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. I got some of uh, these days in music. Oh, uh, all right. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. On this day, November 2017, American actor, singer, songwriter, and guitarist, David Cassidy. <laughs> died of liver failure aged 67. Hmm. It's not a bad run. And the reason why you giggled and the reason why I am talking with a smile on my face is because for your 50th birthday party show, uh, Eric made me a <laughs> shirt with your picture on it. Yeah. Um, and I call it your teenage heartthrob years. <laughs> I don't even know how old were you in that picture. I think 12. Um, everyone thinks I'm wearing a David Kiss <laughs> shirt whenever <laughs> I wear it to shows. It's the best thing ever. Or what did Scott say? I think he thought it was David Cassidy's brother. Yeah. <laughs> I think that was, that's the kind version of what he said, actually. <laughs> So now, of course, it, every chance I get over that shirt. David Cassidy's not so handsome. Oh, come on. Unknown younger brother. I like the shirt Eric made. So I sent him four yeah. pictures of like your youth. And I was like, here, just pick one and make it. Mm -hmm. And he made one for himself and he picked a really cute one. Yeah. A cute picture. Yeah, that David Cassidy one, my hair feathered very nicely that day. Yeah. <laughs> It's a good picture. Teenage heartthrob. Um, Not really. So I never heard this before. I was kind of curious to see if you knew anything about it. On this day in 2007, the Red Hot Chili Peppers were, were suing a U.S. network over the name of its TV show, California, 
I can never say this word. California. Yes. Yeah. That Showtime show? It was Showtime, right? Uh, I think. I oh, yeah. Show. Yeah. It, yep. Showtime Network. Because um, of their song? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The title was immediately associated in the mind of the consumer with its 1999 album and single release. Mm-hmm. The band filed a lawsuit against Showtime Network, the makers of the TV show, which fe- featured uh, David... Duchovsky? I don't know. Who cares? As a writer going through a midlife crisis. For some TV show to come along and steal our identity is not right. But it doesn't say what happened. I don't know if they won the lawsuit or not. Hmm. Well, I think it's still on, so I'm guessing they did it not. It is? I think so. Huh. Oh. Um, also on this day in 2003, record producer Phil Spector appeared before a California court and was formally charged with the murder of B movie actress Lena Clarkson. Oh, man. The Spector within. That was a great series. Yeah. And a great album. Yeah. <laughs> sure. But I was talking about the series. Oh. Um, yeah. I think that's uh, that's about it. Hmm. Well, uh, I think Grandma wants to pay us a visit. And then after that, I'm going to tell you about Hatchet Molly. Um, okay.
All right, so Grandma pulled some banished from Buffalo out of her pantry. Ooh, I thought you were going to go somewhere else with that. <laughs> we heard the song Enter the Confines off of the Deliver Me Unto Pain release. And that was basically uh, Baphomet, the band Baphomet from Buffalo, had a conflict with uh, the German band Baphomet. Apparently changed their name in 1992 to Banished. And then eventually when they returned to the music scene, they came back as Baphomet. Interesting. Yeah. Thank you for sharing. You're welcome. Well, Grandma shared it on me. Well, yeah. She passed me that note. (laughs) So if any of it is not accurate, it is her fault. Oh, man. Throwing Grandma under the bus? So you're a huge Molly Hatchet fan, right? Huge. Oh, yeah. Yep. Um, and just the other day, you were like, hey, I wonder where they got their name from. Totally. Well, I have an answer for you. Oh, man, what a coincidence. Yes, they, they got their name from Hatchet Molly. <laughs> okay? And according to the band, Hatchet Molly was a 17th century axe murderess who would behead her lovers with the hand tool that Lizzie Borden had made famous. I'm thinking Lizzie Borden was after. I have to look that up. I thought Lizzie Borden. I don't remember. Honestly, I remember talking about Lizzie, but yeah. I don't remember her era. Hmm. hmm. Well, anyway. Well, let's do this live. All right. You. I will keep reading this. Okay. Um, a further look into Hatchet Molly, serial killer. Results appear from a civil Civil War era sex worker who had a penchant for beheading unlucky Johns she came in contact with. And then, according to another resource, tales recall a trail of decapitated bodies she left across the Ew. South over a 15-year period in the late 1800s. Jeez. She would disappear every now and then only to strike again. Other legends say that during the Civil War, Molly was actually a ghost sent to punish Confederate soldiers for their role in the conflict. Wow. I'm going to have to watch 2000 Maniacs. Interesting. Not exactly Molly. No. Hatchet Molly, but it's kind of a similar story you find at the end. They were all ghosts. (laughs) Uh, So I looked up Lizzie. She was born in 1860, died in 1927, and was acquitted in 1892. So I think Hatchet Molly was before Lizzie Borden. Yeah, but I think they were saying the tool that Lizzie... Made famous? Yeah. Hmm. Like Lizzie made it famous because of her trial. Well, Hatchet Molly should have been famous. Hatchet Molly should have made Lizzie Borden famous. None of these people should Not be famous. Not the other famous. way around. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know you've been dying to know, and now you have an answer. Now I can sleep tonight. Yeah. Yep. I was going to tell you about Jethro Tell, but that's kind of a boring one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, how do you follow that? <laughs> I think we should probably play some tunes. Okay. Uh, first up, how would you say this? Iban? Sure. With the song In the Streams. What am I, a fucking linguist? Yeah. You've been around me long enough to know that is not true. <laughs> and anyone that's listened to the show knows that is not true. Iban <laughs> right. uh, with the song In the Streams of Undaunted Vile Desire, Desire off their latest release, The Garden of Theo Frastress, out now on Rude Awakening Records. Well, then after that is Dehiscience, with the song Animal Abuse, off of their debut mini-album, Colony, out December 9th on Chaos Records. And then we're going to go to all of Australia to hear, I don't know how to say this one either, Krivna? Sure. 
That looks good. With the song In the Absence of Gods off their second album, For Thine is the Kingdom of Flesh. Out December 12th on 3rd Eye Temple in Ancient Dead Productions. <laughs> Hello everyone, greetings from the far Siberian deeps, here is Peter of Isgerur Morth. Thank you. 
Sport. I love all my children the same, but that band this week really stuck out to me. Yeah. Kriv, Krivna from all Australia. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good stuff. Yeah, I enjoy it. I'm particular about my black metal and yeah. that hits the spot. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Mm-hmm. Um, so you have developed sleep apnea. <laughs> I Let's not go that far. <laughs> you have full-blown sleep apnea <laughs> and I have two choices for you. Either you can take my CPAP machine because nope. I hate it or I'm going to tie a ball to your back. <laughs> Which is what our doctor told you to yeah, do. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, ah, fuck those machines. Just tie a ball to your back like the old days. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know what happened. I woke up apparently not breathing. Yeah. And I could not breathe. Yeah. How long did that last? Because it felt like it was like 15 minutes. The the inhale? Yeah. It was like this. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I could not breathe. My chest felt like stone. I was like, what's this bitch doing? No, you didn't. You jumped out of bed and you were like... Fucking wake me up, you man. You went into full EMT mode. <laughs> <laughs> I saw you get a scalpel out. A scalpel. <laughs> <laughs> hey, no. why are you taking my pants off? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, but you had to pound on my back really hard, and yeah, that helped. Yeah. And then I laid there, terrified to go back to sleep for the rest of the night. Yeah. And now I know what it's like to have sleep apnea. I don't know what that was about. Yeah, it was weird. Never, never heard that out of you before. Yeah, that was new. I definitely could not breathe, and it was scary. Yeah. But I'm here to complain about it, so all is well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I probably lost a, a few brain cells from not breathing in a couple of years off of my life but <laughs> <laughs> I've had I've had a few it hasn't happened lately that I know of but I've had a few like really bad wake up gasping kind of episodes yeah it hasn't happened recently and there was a while that it was worse I think yeah and, and you were really giving me shit about it so <laughs> I would try to hide it when it would happen, and it's like, you can't hide that. No, you can't hide when you can't breathe. <laughs> I would, I'd, like, if, if I'd wake up gasping, I'd try to act like I was coughing or, or you know, sneezing or something. Yeah. To try to hide it, which you can't. Well, it's really strange, and now I understand how you can do that, because I could talk, mm-hmm. but I couldn't breathe, because mm-hmm. I remember being able to say, pound my back, Yeah, but... That happened, I went to take a breath, and that... That's when I took your pants off. That, that, noise, <laughs> that noise came out twice. Sending mixed messages. I just couldn't, I just yeah. couldn't inhale. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it was weird. Yeah. And it was strange, because I remember not being panicked in the moment. Mm-hmm. I remember thinking, like, oh, shit, this probably isn't good. Yeah. But, like, I wasn't panicked until I thought about what had happened after. Mm-hmm. And then I laid there. Mm-hmm. But you've been pretty good with yours. Yeah, I have. Now that you don't have fucking vats of yogurt at bedtime. I don't do that shit. Not anymore. You used to. I never did. I never did. (laughs) Anyway, this is great talk radio, by the way. Yeah. (laughs) So I watched, and I think you watched most of it too, even though you didn't see the first one. I watched Terrifier 2 this weekend. I will say that what I did watch... I really enjoyed, although I did fall asleep, I actually want to go back and watch Terrifier 2, and now I want to go back and watch Terrifier 1, because oh. you said you thought it might have been better. No, I liked, I definitely liked the first one better. But also, I think, also, I I kind of saw Terrifier floating around for a while. Like, I'd see it pop up and stuff, and I'd hear people mention it, and I avoided it. I thought it would be... Not something I wanted to watch, but... Oh, it's really good. So I didn't have expectations. And when I watched it, I loved it. Oh, the first one. Yeah, the first one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think I had a little more expectations of... Yeah, the second second one. one. It was good. 
Is what? is the little girl also in the first one? No. Mm-mm. That was cool. Yeah, that was yeah, that was different. Yeah. Um Thank you for having my back. <laughs> there's a spider descending. Right near my hair, and everyone knows that's my worst fear that a spider's <laughs> gonna get in there and nest and have babies. <laughs> How did you see that? <laughs> Pretty good, right? Yeah. <laughs> Just keep an eye on it for me. That's mm. a small one. Yeah. It could probably live in your hair with, you know, not <laughs> causing any problems. <laughs> with minimal damage. Yeah. All right, let's play some music for that spider. Okay. Uh, first up, Inner Sphere with the song Instantly Vaporized Flesh. And this is coming off of Varkis Records. And then we're going to hear from Italy's Hour of Penance with the song Blight and Conquer. This is coming off of the Mesotheism release on Agonia Records. And then we're going to end the show with Onward with the song Vicious Beauty off their latest release of Epoch and Inferno out now on Nameless Grave Records. Until next time. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Don't be an asshole. And? I got a handful of spiders for your hair. No. No? All right, what's the and then? Do you have an and? No. But the other day, I saw a guy walking down the street. Uh Uh-huh. And he was pulling a clam (laughs) on a string. And I thought, wow, it must be really hard to walk with a pulled muscle. (laughs) What? Wow. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs>